Welcome to Blacker Than Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Prodigy. Alongside me, we have Kronos, and we have another S-Class interview, this time with Erica Inez, the comedian uh, who has a great comedy special called Unicorn Dance Party 2. Erica, what's going on? Oh, not much. I'm just uh, actually I'm working on uh, my fourth album now. <laughs> fourth album? Wow. God, damn. So, I know with comedians, like, when you do a special, you pretty much have to start from scratch right after it's released, right? Well, yeah, I mean, if you want anybody to listen to your your next album, I, I think you could, like, keep doing the same jokes, though, like, for a little while. I guess it depends how famous you are, right? Like, you're really famous and you just saw somebody's jokes, maybe. Yeah, that's Maybe true. that's worse. That's true. Uh, I'm drinking your favorite snack, by the way. It's I'm drinking whiskey, so, yeah, nice. it's, uh, it's pretty nice. Uh, it is a Centauri Toki. It's a Japanese whiskey. There you go. Oh, fancy. Yeah, it's, uh, it, I, I found it at Costco. Like, if it's whiskey, I'll drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of the same way. I just saw it at Costco, and I was like, oh, it's Japanese. I like anime. It's, you know, it's whiskey. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're like, this goes. Just, yeah, you just paired it, right? You just paired uh, alcohol with a cartoon. That works. Exactly. <laughs> Watching Naruto getting drunk. Great. <laughs> We know that you have a awesome uh, nerd girl background, but first things first, I got to ask you, with the uh, title Unicorn Dance Party, there's an actual unicorn on the stage with you. Is this having to do with anything with the furry cons or the furries? <laughs> no, not at all. That's hilarious. No. No, okay. Oh my God, that's so funny. You don't know how that's going to get interpreted. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it depends on who's in the know. Yeah. We, we know what happens at furry parties. Yeah. Other people might not know. Oh, are you guys furries? I'm sorry. No, no, no. we're not. We, we're, cool we're, no, no, no. we're friends with some furries. Uh, and actually, it's a, kind of a funny story, but we had a furry that went to us to a karaoke bar, and she stayed in the outfit the entire time. She drank and ate and sang karaoke in a full furry outfit. Awesome. Yeah. Why would you take it off? If you're like wearing it, you're not going to take it off. That would be like you... I don't know if I went out and I was like, I'm just done wearing these pants. And everybody's like, what are you doing? It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Now, in your act, yeah. you, you talk a lot about, you know, some of the uh, comic superheroes and villains and whatnot. You obviously uh, have some of your favorites. Um, I'd love to ask you, who is the hottest superhero that you know of? Like, just which one I like best, or which one I think is, like, the sexiest. Let's go sexiest. Yeah, the sexiest. I don't know. I guess I guess they're similar. Well, oh, this is hard. Uh-oh. <laughs> we stumped her already. Well, it's, it's oh, definitely yeah. hard, because, like, okay, basically... Okay, Harley all... Quinn is, is my favorite, like, oh. all around, but, like, uh, that's not a superhero, so... Well, they're turning um... into a superhero, basically, now, so... <laughs> yeah. I get to fail on the question. I'll, no, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> um, I like Wonder Woman, but, like... Uh, just for like the movie, you know, she's pretty so hot. gal. Yeah, yeah, Gal Gadot. Yeah, you know it's funny. I thought that she wouldn't do a good job as a Wonder Woman. Uh, holy shit, was I wrong? She's great. We both were. <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess I also really like. Uh, no, I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Wonder Woman. I think she looks hot. Awesome. So. Are Are you familiar with uh, Wonder Woman's original like story, like where she was conceived? Um, like, like the backstory for the guy who created her. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like you can kind of tell from looking at the images, like, you're like, oh, I know what this guy's in. <laughs> 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 I, don't know. <laughs> I think, 
I thought it was funny when they're like, can you believe it? She's tied up for no reason in multiple scenes, and it turns out that the guy was into bondage. And you're like, well, <laughs> duh. Yeah. <laughs> that lasso of truth. <laughs> Good stuff. You know, I don't know. Good shit, yeah. I, for Wonder Woman is, is fucking hot, and I'm glad that uh, Gal got the role and whatnot. Um, she proved everybody wrong and fucking knocked it out of the park on uh, in both of those movies. Um, her movie yeah. and even in Justice League, which had some problems. But um, let me ask you this, though. Are you more okay. Star Wars or Star Trek? Obviously, Last Jedi is here today. Which would get your money yeah, so first? I like Star Wars, but I'm definitely more Star Trek. Like, mm. actually... But, like, I do a lot of Star Wars stuff lately. Like, my friend took me to the Star Wars pop-up bar. They have here in oh, L.A. We went in, and they asked all these Star Wars questions, and she knew all of them, including this really hard one that nobody gets right. And then they were like, so what do you like about Star Wars? And I'm like, I'm a Star Trek fan. And he's like, I'll call security. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Have you watched uh, Star Trek Discovery? No, I have not. I haven't watched any of the newer stuff. I need to do that. Like, uh, I wasn't super into the newest movies, so mm. like I was like kind of just watching the older stuff over again. My oh. favorite is original series Star Trek, which I know like that's like super dorky. Well, no, that's <laughs> it's, like not even nerdy. It's just like dorky. It's like why are you watching that? I love it. So. Well, I think it's like some of it's unintentional comedy. Like when they uh, what was it the lizard fight where he's throwing that big ass rock, and I was just like, that's not heavy. Yeah, Yeah. if you read it as um, a sci-fi story, it's even more ridiculous. Really? (laughs) Well, because he like whoever wrote it, I don't remember who wrote the the version of it that went in like one of the little Star Trek books. But um, like he basically like finds some like plants and sticks, and he's like, "Oh, I can make gunpowder out of these." Goddamn! No, you can't. Like I'm pretty sure that that's not how you do that. Yeah, no, no. I can like, tell you like, definitively, that's not how you do that. <laughs> it's like really bad Gilligan's Island. It's like it's almost like he makes them out of coconut shells. It's like that close. Yeah, God damn. But actually, you know the the first well, coconut gen- half, not shells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I mean, the first generation of Star Trek really changed uh, sci-fi forever, and even uh, like ethnic relations forever. So mm-hmm. I thought that's that was a really important show to have. People overlook that a lot. Oh. Yeah, so that's why I really like original series that you can still see its impact. Sometimes, like, we have, like, technologies that take their names from Star Trek. Like, True. Star Trek is actually, like, kind of a show that inspired people to go, oh, let me try and make that, you know? So, you know, and, it, yeah, so it's, it's it's impressive for a lot of reasons. Even if, like, yes, now we watch it and we're like, oh, this or that is goofy. Like, definitely the controls on the ship are kind of goofy. Like, it definitely looks like if they push a button or turn a wheel, there's like probably like a hamster on a wheel behind the scenes turning <laughs> a ship or something. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> it, it's the number one reason why I still want to smash a green girl, but I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me... Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're pretty hot. They're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. about the, the, or, the Orion women. There's, there's some funny stories about them. Um, they actually painted them green and then they did a screen test because they were filming it in color, and it was like early days of color. And they sent it, they sent it uh, off to the lab, and it came back, and the girls were like normal flesh tone, and mm. they were like, oh, like maybe the camera just does something weird. So then they're like, okay, paint them super green. So they painted them super green, and they sent the they sent the uh, film off again, and it came back, and their the test shots their their regular color again. And they go, what is going on? They're supposed to be green. 
And everybody at the lab was like, oh, we thought that was a mistake. They came out green, but we've been, like, painting over them again so that they look like normal. Oh, that's <laughs> so anyway, hilarious. They're supposed to be green. They're like, don't do that again. They're supposed to be green. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> God damn. So, now, we, we've started, like, asking you all these fucking nerd questions right off the bat. But, like, what got you into comedy? What were, who was your some of, some of your uh, inspirations, like, to even get on stage, which is courageous in, in and of itself? Um, I guess, like, just growing up, uh, like, my mom loved comedy, so we watched a lot of comedy at home. And uh, she had this thing where um, if you could come up with, like, something funny in the moment or about the situation, if you were going to get in trouble, like, you'd get out of trouble. So, <laughs> That's good. Like, early on, you're like, okay, let me think of a joke. This is pretty bad. I, you know, this is, you know, so... That's how it started with that. And then um, I'd say, like, in a really early inspiration was, like, Stephen Wright. And then, nice. you know, I watched a lot of the classic comics, like, you know, Ron Williams, George Carlin, Richard Pryor. I think everybody sees them. I remember just really getting a kick out of Stephen Wright. And then also Margaret Cho. Those were, like, two of the big ones to oh, start with. I saw Margaret and then Cho over time, it's changed. Nice. Like, I really like Pat Oswalt. I like Maria Bamford. Um yeah, I like a lot of comics. Nice, nice. And L.A. is like the spot for a comedy right now. I mean, they have like the Comedy Store, the Ice House, like all these other like improvs and all this stuff. It's kind of amazing how that shit is yeah. from like coast to coast. Yeah. In your, in your set, one of the things that I found just hilarious was uh, some of your interactions um, over at Burning Man. Is that something you go to annually? And how high out of your mind do you get at Burning Man? <laughs> Um, well, we didn't bring like any way to record how high I got, but um, <laughs> uh, I've been six years. Um, I had to take a break for two years because there's just a bunch of stuff going on that I deal with in life. And then I was like, I'm going to get back. So I went again this year. Um, I don't get crazy high if people are doing stuff. Like, I like, you know, being like social and having fun. And if you're like really out of it, it's hard to do that, you know? So, so not too crazy. Yeah, you know, like if yeah, you 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 want to like survive and know where you are and stuff. I've seen people who don't know where they are at Burning Man. It just looks bad. I'm like it's the desert. It's not safe. You should die. Don't do that. Yeah, it seems like a no. fucking bad idea to get uh, too out of your fucking mind and not have any access to uh, emergency services. You know, so I'm I'm yeah, with I mean, you. Yeah, you on do. That. If you're if you are really badly hurt or you did something really stupid, they have med tent everywhere. But okay. You know, you know, there's, you know, just still like, who wants to go to a med tent? <laughs> You're like, what do you do for vacation? I went to a med tent. Like, you know, not that exciting. You want to fucking party? That's yeah. Well, plus it. you don't want to get that high around people you don't know. <laughs> That's like, true. People you do know, it's okay, but people you don't know, you're like, oh, I don't know. Look, I know old ninja for a long time. I ain't getting high around him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, not even, not even just that. But I feel like. Uh, you know, you, you want to be able to look after yourself. Like, True. You know, yeah. You yeah. have good friends and they're going to help you great, but like it would be better not to be uh, the person that everybody has to babysit because you're a moron and can't do things, you know? There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely seen a lot of that in my day. People are just can't hold their liquor or weed. I've been that guy a couple times, but I didn't know you couldn't mix uh, alcohol and weed for a long time. And I was just like, wow. The first time I did it, it was, I was like Linda Blair. I threw up for probably like an hour. <laughs> and it. it do it successfully um i it doesn't work for me i don't really i don't like it i you know but i've seen people do it successfully i actually like learn like like what you're saying like apparently the weed blocks your ability your body's ability to process alcohol that's why you feel like 
higher if you do both. So yeah, I mean, you could like build up to it. Like I can, I could do it a little bit now, but like you can't, you definitely can't drink a shitload of alcohol and then smoke a joint. At least I can't because I'll, I'll, if yeah. no, nobody's died from me, but I'll be that pretty close. Terrible. I'm like, yeah. no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> God damn. So you used to be a tech writer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That, that's like, uh, you don't know many tech writers and it's funny because like I know the tech writers so I'm actually in the IT industry, but uh, I think oh, it's, cool. I think it's funny how like when you look at some instructions and like my new favorite phrase from like India now is please do the needful and they'll put that in things. And I'm just like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> have have yeah. you heard that before? <laughs> yeah, there's lots of stuff like where it's not always clear. So, you know, yay, tech writing. <laughs> <laughs> so you must be glad to get out of there then, right? Well, I mean, sometimes if you're tech writing, it's hard Like it's hard because like, you need to understand who the audience is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. sometimes if somebody says, write this really fast, and I'm not going to really explain it, and you can't see the product, like, <laughs> it's not going to come out good. You know, you're like, I think it works like this, uh, and you send it out, and then, you know, you wait for some customer to be like, no. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't do it that way. I feel like I've been fortunate, I guess, to test out the product and go, oh, this is how it works, so now I can write about it. So, um, But, yeah, that's probably how that happens. Yeah, that'd be strange if you, like, wrote on something that you didn't actually use or ever used. So I, that would actually make a lot of yeah. sense on, like, instructions that I've seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me ask you this, though. There was huge news that ran uh, throughout the nerd world today. Um, Disney purchased uh, 20th Century Fox, and it looks like we're going to be getting some X-Men and Fantastic Four into the MCU, potentially. What does this mean for uh, for you? Are you excited about it? And uh, what kind of mashups or crossovers do you want to see? Wait, we're getting it into the what universe? The MCU with uh, Tony Stark and the Avengers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it'll be cool. Uh, I don't, I don't get crazy, super over the top excited about uh, the comic book movies. Like I, I've seen some of them. I, I kind of get more excited about Marvel TV shows, but um, like I think it'll be fun. Like uh, Marvel's done a really, really good job developing their universe on screen. So like getting more stuff, like it's probably going to be very good. Yeah. Which, which on uh, for the Marvel TV universe, uh, what are you excited about the most, or what do you like um, the most? I really am excited that you're gonna have a second season of Jessica Jones yes. in 2018. I think it's coming out in March. Sounds, and then sounds um, right. I really liked watching uh, Luke Cage. I wasn't super into uh, Iron Fist, but I did watch it. Nobody was excited about that. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that good. You're not you're not missing much. Uh, I'm glad Jessica Jones yeah. is getting a season two because. Uh, I'm a, I'm a comic book reader, but I wasn't I didn't know that much about Jessica Jones because she only had one run back in like the Marvel Max days, which is I was in the Marine Corps when that happened, so I wasn't reading comics at that point. Um, and it's great to see like uh, a relatively unknown comic uh, making a TV show out of it. So I'm really excited for season two because they made a new Jessica Jones comic, but I'm pretty sure they're not going to base the new TV show off of that. So well, it's also exciting to have like this really cool badass. Um, like female superhero who's a detective and to just kind of get a film noir where the lead is a woman like this, like for me like this was really cool and she's a badass and she's she comes off to me as being sexy but it's more like because she's a badass not because she has like a bikini yeah every three seconds so like that was just kind of exciting you're like I mean I don't mind bikinis like I mean I like 
those outfits too, but it's just neat to see them do something really different where you're like, oh, cool, it's like a person. This is cool. Yeah, I, one of the reasons why I like Jessica Jones so much, not only was she a badass, but she was an asshole. Like, I really like that she was an asshole because I think in a lot of uh, media, we always see women as like, you know, only a few ways and it's usually not an asshole. Like, she's almost unlikable yeah. and that's why I liked her. Yeah. I'm going to just say, if you do enjoy Jessica Jones, um, I feel like Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok was basically a black girl version of her in space in a lot of ways. Um, so if you haven't checked that out already, definitely go check that one out. Have, okay, you, well, have you seen that? Yeah. So you haven't seen that one yet? Out. Okay. I think you'll like, I think you'll get a, a good kick out of it. So do you currently read comics? What? Do you currently read comic books? Do I read them? Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm more specific with them when I'm older. Like sometimes I'll read like, uh, different specific runs of comics. Like I read, the first set of like the fabled series. I really like that. Okay. Um, I really like collecting Harley Quinn comics. They mm-hmm. have like uh, a variant cover of Matt of original uh, mad love, which like that's one of the most popular stories that she's in. I have like uh, Joker's asylum, the story that she's in. Um, I actually have a first printing of, of her. Let me see what, which one was it? I think it's a first printing of her third appearance in comics oh nice yeah good shit because yeah she didn't start in the comics she started in the animated series right yeah, 1992. Yeah. Look at you. I li- I, see, this is, this is what's awesome <laughs> about you. Even with your show, you like uh, rattle off st- uh, stats and like numbers and shit on stage with your comedy, which was fucking awesome. This was like uh, my first time hearing a whole uh, set of yours. What was, the, what was the difference between Unicorn Dance Party 2 versus your previous work? Um, I would say that I went nerdier with it some ways, but like, um, I always try to keep it accessible. Like, I don't want, I don't want somebody to listen and go like, oh, I can't enjoy this because I'm not a nerd. I want them to go, oh, I know what you're talking about. Like, that's not my favorite thing, but it's funny and I'm on board. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm, I, I kind of, I kind of just realized I messed it up a little bit. Like it is her third appearance in comics, what I mentioned, but it's kind of her first canonical appearance and that's an important one too that's probably why it, it, it's like so valuable she fact checks herself i love yeah. it actually I, I was gonna ask you before we like moved on uh, have you read the new batman white knight comics no i haven't read the new batman white knight comics yeah so check that out because it kind of consolidates uh the new quote-unquote harley quinn and the old harley quinn in the comic like in the i think first oh, or second issue together yeah, and it's kind of a funny thing that happens. I'm not gonna give it away, but definitely check it out if you're a Harley um, Quinn fan, which you are. So, well, which version is it? Is it animated series Harley? Um, yeah. Her first run of comics of her own, which was 38 episodes. Is it how they wrote her for Suicide Squad, or how they wrote her for her own new original book? Because they actually wrote the characters really different. Yeah, so they, they strong opinions about all of them. So they have <laughs> the animated series version, and then the latest version from like Suicide Squad. And oh. it's kind of funny because well, they remember I how he read is. It if I get the first one in there, but I don't like the way she's written for Suicide Squad. Well, yeah, then you will probably like this. So okay, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give anything away because it, but it's it was cool. I, I like the way they did it. So if you did if you didn't okay, like the new Harley Quinn, then you'll it like it. Then. Yeah, I felt I felt like for the Suicide Squad books, they kind of ruined 
everything about her that was awesome. Mm. Like, whoever took it was like, I don't understand this character. I'm just going to ruin it. And I was like, okay, well, you do that. But the movie, <laughs> what I thought was cool about the movie was it wasn't the best movie, but Margot Robbie really nailed Harley Quinn the way if you were a hardcore fan, you would want to see her play because she obviously watched the old cartoons. Yeah, yeah. And I actually, I wish, I hate how DC does this, but they make you watch like the Ultimate Edition, you know what I mean, to get like the whole story because I thought that they didn't really do a good job explaining the relationship between the Joker and Harley Quinn because it's not, it's not a good relationship, you know what I mean? And then, like, no, it's not. Yeah, and you have like yeah. all these uh, young girls, like my daughter is one of them. She's just like, oh yeah, it's a love story. I'm like, oh, it's not really a love story. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, he's an asshole and she kind of puts up with it because she's kind of crazy. So, yeah. Well, they're both crazy. You know, I always thought it was weird how much they fuss over her. Because I'm like, the Joker's a psycho, and nobody's like, my little boy wants to dress like Joker. That's weird. They're like, okay, here you go, kid. Have a suit. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why don't you tell your kid not to dress like that? Or I'll see kids dressed as, like, the like the Punisher or the comedian. And I'm like, D- like what the what, what are you doing? Like, if you're worried about messages, like... Like, you know, one of your kids dressed up as, like, a like a, a psychopath. The other one's, like, a killer. And the other one's, like, a killer, but he's also kind of a rapist. And yeah. That's, that's who your kid's dressed as, by the way, just just if you want to confront people about dressing up as a character. And then none, all that stuff, like, slides. But then someone's all, I want to dress as Harley. And they're like, no, you're a girl. You can't think somebody's cool who's messed up. And I'm like, they're all messed up. Like even Batman, he's a douchebag. Like even if oh, you're yeah. like Batman, like he's a messed up asshole. He needs like 5 million years of therapy. And like the only reason he's kind of like acceptable the way he is is because he has a ton of money and his like suit looks cool. If, if he was like a gas station attendant, you'd be like, whoa, <laughs> get away from me. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a really good point. I'm, I'm glad you made that. Yeah. And I mean, here's the thing. I have a, uh... For my views with Harley, I like all of her fucking craziness. It's just fun and awesome to me, uh, just as kind of a a casual uh, Harley fan. But I also don't shy away from the terrible negative stuff she's done, you know, as well, as a true villain at times so as long as you have context right? yeah i, I like it all yeah i like it all i like the sweet super sweet harley i like the uh violent psychopath harley that's done some messed up shit yeah. too well i mean i always thought she was interesting and i always thought like i don't know exactly like but i think like maybe maybe not as much with younger women because i think there's way more choices but maybe if you're like a little bit older when you saw her you'd be like oh, look, they have, like, a female villain. Like, I like the villains more than the heroes. Like, there's someone for me to try to relate to, even if you're, like, you know, nobody's, like, I'm, like, a crazy clown person. Or maybe they are, but, like, you know, I would say most people probably aren't. But I always thought she was interesting because if you read her comics before, say, Suicide Squad, like the way Paul Dini writes her, she's very intelligent. She's very athletic. She's a really good fighter. And... um she has this one blind spot, which there's this one guy that just mm-hmm. sort of like gets her turn around and she's willing to be completely stupid and a moron for him. And I think like that's a relatable story for anybody, whoever you are, like even if you're a guy, like there's, there's probably some girl or there's some, you know, like, you know, however you, you're orientated, like there's somebody who like, you're like, Oh, I'm going to be really stupid and make bad choices. 
because of this person. And then I feel like as a woman, she's interesting because the way Paul Dini writes her relationship with Joker, he does a very extreme over-the-top version of what, like, a typical kind of normal guy that's abusive would do in a relationship. Like, you know, but, like, instead of it being, like, you know, subtle verbal abuse, like, you know, he has a machine gun. Yeah, so, like, yeah. like, it's weird because, like, it's funny because you're like, oh, my God, I, I've lived a mild version of this scene between them, like, you know, where nobody had machine guns and could do backflips, you know, and had all these gizmos, or I've seen somebody else live through this scene. And so, like, like when people are like, oh, it's Brad, I'm like, no, it's, there's, this, there's this whole thing in it that's resonating. And he's made it demented and hilarious by going so over the top with it that you're like, okay, this is too much. But there's still that connection point. And so I always liked it because of that. It's like kind of this badass chick who's a over like one dude. That, that is kind of relatable. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on and, that. And guys definitely fall for the wrong chicks, <laughs> like or or even the yeah. wrong dude. Yeah, yeah. just that shit happens. Yeah, there's a few I mean, strippers in Atlanta. I'm sorry. In, <laughs> someone could step in and say like, well, they should have more female characters where they don't always have that problem because that's like a common thing to have happen to a female character in storylines. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like you should be more diverse with stories, but that doesn't mean if somebody's done a good job telling that story that you have to say, like, no, because there's too many of them. You just say, this one's good, and I hope someone else comes along and tells another story about another woman where they they don't have this problem. Yeah. You know? And I'll, I'll like them, too, but for a different reason. Yeah, because yeah. people can like Iron Man, who's another billionaire in a suit, just like they can like Batman, who's a billionaire in a suit. So, um, so Iron Man's a drunk. They need to yeah, put that in the goddamn they do. movies. Yeah. Like, he's a drunk. He's a bad drunk. He is a bad drunk. <laughs> I'm also going to say this, even though we're showing a whole lot of love and attention to Harley Quinn, I'm never going to stop shitting on Poison Ivy because she's a redhead that is hot and likes plants. There's nothing else to her. I'm sorry, but <laughs> fuck Poison Ivy. Oh, you don't think so? I think there's a lot more depth to her like, than that. Um, have you read any of the stories about her when she's hanging out with Harley? I have. The Harley parts are always fascinating and interesting. For me, this is just personal opinion. Ivy brings absolutely nothing to the table besides her love of plants over everything and being hot in a redhead. After that, there's there's well, no more depth to her for me. Have you read any of the books, though, or any of the stories, though, where, like, she's, like, taking care of Harley after Harley's, like, had a bad episode with the Joker and she's supposed to be broken up with him and, and like, any of the stories that imply, like, they're a couple or, like, they kind of fool around? Any of that stuff? Tell you what, if you have some specific recommendations, I'd love to hear. Maybe I've missed some of them. I've had like pieces that have been touched upon. It seems like every time I've seen her, though, even with her in and off, on and off of relationship with Harley, though, it just I don't know. She, for whatever reason, she annoys the shit out of me. I'm sorry, she does. Well, but I but I kind of understand why because um, like it depends on who gets the character. Like one of the things that's interesting to me about DC is like they have some of the strongest. I mean, for a long time, they had some of the strongest female characters, in my opinion. Still like, do. Especially, yeah. you know, on the villain side, like, and to me, they're, like, they're, they actually, like, wrote complicated characters, but it depends what book you got. Yeah. Like, you could get one book, like, a lot of stuff, like, when Paul Dini wrote Harley Quinn, she's a complex character that's crazy and has all these things going on with her. If you read who she is in Suicide Squad, and that was your introduction to her, she's been flattened out into, like, just... Yeah, she's I don't even know what they were thinking. She's just she's like it seems like somebody's like, Oh, she has daddy issues, so I'll put her in like mini skirt and like she's not 
the end. And then I'm like, okay, well, that's very boring. That's not a, that's not a, like, I've seen that a million times, and that's like this, there's nothing interesting about that anymore. So, like, I, I could see how if you read a lot of the times when they use poison ivy, like, she does kind of get used that way. So, like, I see what you're saying. Well, which series, uh, if you can remember offhand, I, I know you're good with, like, recall and stuff. So, <laughs> uh, what particular comics can he read to have a good story with Poison Ivy, in your opinion? Um, I think there's uh, there's actually a series. It's a, it's a series of comics, though, like, where they, it's like, but it's like a mini, it's like a few books. Is she the no, title? Um, yeah. Is she the title? Like, it's her book? Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, uh, um, right now I, I think it might actually be called Harley and Ivy, but now I'm not sure, and I okay. want to go look it up before I suggest it, and you're like, this sucks, this is exactly what I'm talking about, Well, I think there's, like, a... let me double check, but, like, there's a few. Okay. Oh, there's, um, a, there was, like, one I back... actually thought, yeah. No, 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 I'm trying yeah, to, I'm I think trying it is it called Harley and Ivy. Okay. Yeah, it's just called Harley and Ivy. All right. If you're going to change... And it's by Paul Dini. Paul Dini. So, like, they do have some more depth to them. But, you know, you might read it and be like, she sucks anyway. You know, so, like, <laughs> that might be a good one to check. I will always keep an open mind with comics. You know? Uh, I think I found it. Paul Yeah, Dini. yeah. It's back in her... It's paperback, and it looks like it's in her animated... Like, her animated series days. All right. I'll check it out. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a fair evaluation and a well, fair there's a, shot. There's a book. I think there might be some kind of series, but I don't. I don't know about that. Like I. Like I've. Like if there. Like I haven't seen that or anything like that. I just know that there's like a. There's actually like a a book series about the two of them. And mm. I know there's one where it's like a little mini. There's like a few, and yeah. then there's one that's like a little longer. So mm. like, but I don't remember the names because I'm bad at that part <laughs> sometimes. So I'll have to look it up. Well, I see. So it's the writer is Paul Dini and the artist is Bruce Tim. So I mean, that's a good combination. All right. <laughs> yeah, um, I I think that they're the best team probably is Paul Dini and, and Bruce Tim. But like, uh, basically, anytime something has Harley in it, I always check Bruce. If I mean, if Paul Dini wrote it, because then it's like it's really you know it's his character. It's going to be exactly the way it's supposed to go. Um, I do think though the people who write the new, the, I think it's a husband and wife team. Um, the way they write the new Harley, she's like modernized and there's some stuff about it I don't like, but like they actually kind of nailed like some key parts of her personality that make those comics like really funny and demented and interesting. I even, I like some of what they're doing with her even in the Injustice 2 series and Injustice oh, 1. Oh yeah, yeah, she's a great character in that in that book, or in that whole series. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if you've uh, checked out any of that, the Injustice series. I saw that. I need to check it out. I haven't checked it out, though. Yeah, it's kind of like one of DC's, like, secrets. Like, I don't think very many, very many folks read it because it's based on... Well, they made a, you know, a video game out of it. Mm-hmm. But it's been running for, like, the past, I don't know, six... Four, five years? Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been years. And uh, basically, there's there's no Joker in the book. Well, for most of the book. And then you get to see, you know, Poison Ivy... I'm not, not Poison Ivy, sorry. Uh, Harley Quinn on her own and then seeing, like, what she does. And it's it's really... It's really interesting because it's good to see her like outside of that shadow per se, you know. Yeah. So what what are you doing in terms of uh, obviously you have your background in IT, you're doing the comedy stuff. Are you also into gaming at all with the video games, um, PC, Master yeah. Race? Um, I don't play them as much because like whenever I do, like I'll like waste 
all my time on them. I would say the last, like, video games I was super excited about that I played a lot was, like, uh, the different Bioshocks and the, yes. the Batman, like, Arkham Asylum, like, all those games. Like, those like the series, I like those. And then I would say right now the game I'm most likely to play is World of Warcraft. Oh, <laughs> you're a while. Okay, going like... to get sucked in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, what I appreciate about the, the WoW fans... I find uh, that more people, more couples actually happen from that game oh, yeah. than almost any other. Like, people yeah. hook up and get married from playing WoW together. Yeah, what was before WoW? There was a, what was that other one that was super popular before WoW? There was another MMO. What was it? God, I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, it was the same EverQuest? deal. EverQuest? Yeah, EverQuest. That was the one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, when I play WoW, a lot of times I'm just by myself. Like, I just like running around and doing stuff, and I don't really talk to anybody. But I have to admit, I was in a dungeon once with somebody. This is ridiculous. We were fighting in this dungeon, and one of the characters was, like, funny, and he had, like, really good manners. Like, he helped everybody the whole way through. He made sure there were no stragglers, and he had, like, some kind of add-on that would tell him... um, the value of any like fancy item that we got picked up mm-hmm. and then who who it would be best suited to based on their level oh, and nice. then he would try to like donate his stuff if it was appropriate for someone else or get you to donate yours if it wasn't appropriate for you yeah. and I was like oh my god like I've never had a crush on somebody <laughs> just from how they're playing a dungeon I was like this is so weird like yeah. like I added him I've never talked to him since then, but I added him. I was like, that was so cool. Like, That's awesome. He was so nice. Shoot your shot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never played WoW because I'm scared because I'll, I'll get sucked <laughs> in. Because like when uh, StarCraft first came out, I played that game so much. I was like 15th in the world. And then uh, I, I moved on to other things. But I was just like, I was so sucked into that game that I, I just couldn't. Like literally it was like a job for me. I would play at least like eight hours a day. Damn. And Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, can't, I can't do that anymore. No, I understand. <laughs> I, I did that with the, I forget which Diablo it was. Probably Diablo two. Diablo 2 or 3. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Hey, uh, so, Erica, where can our listeners find your comedy? Well, um, I you could get my new one, Unicorn Dance Party 2, on Amazon. And if you have Amazon Prime, it's actually free it's included as part of the prime subscription so you can watch it for free um and then uh if you um if you want to see my old ones like i mean listen uh to my old ones they're on spotify under my name i have the two first ones there spell it out for folks huh spell your last name out for folks just to make sure they got the spelling right come on oh my how to spell my name yep yep. Uh, e-r-i-k-k-a-i-n-n-e-s erica innes yeah. There we go. And then, um, the names of the albums on Spotify are Sex with Nerds and Smells Like Nerd Spirit. And then the third one that's just on Amazon is um, Unicorn Dance Party 2. But actually, all of them are on all kinds of platforms. Like uh, People hear it in all these places that I didn't expect them to get it from. So. And if I want to hear, see and uh, hear you live, I mean, are you do, doing any touring right now that uh, people should be aware of? Not, not, not at the moment. Um, I am gonna be in Tustin in uh, January, and then I have a show next week. But I forget what it is. I forget it's in my calendar. I'd have to look it up. Like I should have done that before we came on the show. Um, oh, I could probably tell you. Hold let's on. Let's see. It <laughs> is. Um. 
It is. You're hosting Flappers. Okay, I found. No Blender oh, Bar I, Show. I'm on Flappers every every uh, every Thursday night. Like I'm gonna go host an open mic there tonight. I do that every Thursday. Oh, awesome. Okay, the next show is uh, the Garage Chronicles, and that's December 23rd, and that's at Green Tower Games in New Hall, California. Nice. So that's cool. And then for the 30th of December, I'm going to be at Flappers Claremont uh, for two shows. And then, yeah, 2018, I'm going to be in Tustin for another show. So those are the ones right now. And then I have more coming because um, I'm working on my fourth album. So I can release that too. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Uh, last question. Did you find Dick at the chess tournament? <laughs> Say that again? Did you find Dick at the chess tournament? Oh, did you see my Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll have to check again next weekend. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I used to play chess a lot, so I thought that tweet was hilarious. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah I yeah. thought that would be a funny place to try to pick up guys. It was like... <laughs> it would be so confusing I'm for them. They'd be like, girls? Yeah. <laughs> We're so easy, goddammit. I mean, if a girl like shows any fucking smile or interest or whatever, and and they're at something that's nerdy, I mean, come on now, that's just yeah, that's the ultimate. <laughs> yeah, w- women got us beat. Yeah, we're basically retarded. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Erica, thank you so much for taking some time with us. Um, I am going to uh, probably do some backtracking on my uh, hardcore stance against Poison Ivy by reading some of the comics that you recommended. And uh, we just okay. Appreci- let me. Go. I'll find some more too and send them to you afterwards. So I make sure I have them. Please yeah, do. I'll like pick one. Please do. Uh, we will tag you and we will see you on these interwebs. We hope you have a great holiday season. Yeah, you too. Yeah. All right, that was fun. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good one, Erica. Okay, you too. Okay. Bye. Bye. genius of science. Man, at last, has succeeded in penetrating further and further into the unknown vastness of space. Yet many questions remain unanswered.